Okay, Bokotov. Today's stuff is stuff Pei Gimel in Yuma. <clears throat> From the top of the page, Chola Machilin also Al Bakian. So the mission yesterday's Mishnah said that if a person's sick on Yom Kippur, um, you feed him if he's uh, obviously he's at uh, in danger, and therefore you feed him based on what experts tell you if he needs to be fed. If they if everybody agrees that he's just a little has a little bit of a headache. And as we'll see, if he doesn't feel he needs to eat, nobody feels he needs to eat, then there's no problem. But if there's a question about whether he needs to eat in order to survive, so uh, we consult with experts. Omar Vianney says the Gemara from the third line. Omar Vianney, Chola Omer Tzorach. Let's say the sick person says, I need to eat. Barofi Omer Enesach, and the doctor says he doesn't need to eat. It's, he's not in uh, any danger. Shomon Lecholi, listen to the sick person, my time. Why? A person knows he's an expert about himself. He knows, uh, the Pesach says he knows the bitterness, his own bitterness, meaning a person understands himself better than anybody else. As they say, sometimes the best doctor is the person himself. So the Gemara says, treat isn't that obvious? If a person says that he's sick and he needs to eat, so uh, what's the issue? Uh, even if the doctor says he doesn't need to eat, isn't it obvious? But he knows he's sick. We might think, well, the doctor knows better. No, we look at the person, not at the doctor. Let's say the Gemara goes on. Let's say the other way around. The doctor says he needs to eat. And the Chola says he doesn't need to eat. He listens to the doctor. So here it's the other way around. We listen to the doctor. Why? The person says he doesn't need to eat. My time at We feel that the person maybe became, Rashi says, Stussy, he, you know, he became crazy a little bit. He's not sure. Uh, maybe he's afraid. And, uh, and we assume that maybe because of his sickness, he can't make a proper, uh, a proper decision. And therefore, we listen to the doctor. So if either one, the person, the sick person, or the doctor says he needs to eat, we listen, uh, we listen to the one who says he needs to eat, if either one, either one of them, and, um, and we feed him. Uh, he must eat. Tonight, what about our Mishnah? Mishnah said, You feed him based on what experts say. Only if experts say he needs to eat. It's mashba that if he says he needs to eat, we don't listen to him. It says only experts. Also two. Bikin is plural. Even one person. And there's a double question. Number one, why do we listen to, uh, to a person, to the sick person, if he says he needs to eat? It's only by experts, and not only even one expert we don't listen to. It says, Bakian, you have to ch- consult with two people. So, our mission says you can only feed him if two experts say he needs to, be, he needs to eat. It says, Here we're speaking about the Omer Lotzarichna. Our mission is speaking about where he says, I don't need to eat, right? He says, I don't need to eat. So then, if other people say he needs to eat, uh, then we listen to him. The experts say, the doctors say he needs to eat. So again, the listen to LP Bucky. So why not based on one? If he says, I don't need to eat, right? So give him a one. Why do you say, and Misha says that if there's two people who say he needs to eat, he must eat. Give it to him based on one. There's another one who says he doesn't eat to eat. In other words, when do we say, when does the Misha say that you need two, two experts to confirm that he needs to eat? Only if there's, He's, if the sick person says he doesn't need to eat, and there's another person, there, another expert who says he needs to eat. And there's another person, in other words, both the chola, and the person who's sick, and another person, another expert says he doesn't need to eat. Then, then, then if two people say he needs to eat, 
then, then we listen to the two people, to the two experts. Doesn't more pshita? Isn't that obvious? Pshita suffik nevashasu. It's a question of life and death. The suffik nevashas talk. Oh, we have a we are machmer when it comes to uh, when it comes to suffik nevashos. When it comes to uh, a question whether a person will live or not, the person's life in danger. We always go lakula, meaning we're machmer on on uh, on life, and we go lakula and we're makel to make sure that he uh, that uh, he's taken care of, and we and we take care of him, and we uh, do whatever is necessary to keep him alive. That's uh, that's that's the the chumra of of uh, we look at it as a kula, we're makel when it comes to being mechal Shabbos, mechal Yom Kippur, because it's a chumra in in uh, in keeping people alive. That's that's a bigger. Uh, there's an ain, there's there's nothing that we know, except for the three cardinal sins. A person that we're always docha everything for uh, for suffix mashus to keep a person alive. So therefore, isn't it obvious? that uh, if two experts say he needs to eat, even if he and another expert say he doesn't need to eat, we should go look close. It's not just there's one other person with him. There's two other people who say he doesn't need to eat. Right? The Amri Lotzach, the two other people who say he doesn't need to eat. When it comes to Adis, two people is like a hundred. If two people say this guy committed murder and a hundred people say he didn't, if it's just two against a hundred, two is like a hundred. So you might say over here also, there's two people who say he doesn't need to eat, and two people who say he does need to eat. Uh, so it's it's so it, it's it's uh, equal again. They're equal. They cancel each other out. So even though we say normally that's when it comes to adis comes to testimony in court, but in terms of uh, uh, of estimating people's opinions, if they want to give an opinion about something like. Uh, uh, whether it's an appraisal or, in this case, appraising a person's physical condition, we go according to uh, the majority of the opinions here because it's not a question of test- testimony is did something happen or didn't something happen. So then that's, that's what the Torah tells us, that two people is like 100, 100 is like two. It's two against 1,000, it's equal. But when it comes to uh, opinions and estimations and appraisals, we look at the majority. That's only when it comes to of question about value, valuation about something's worth. This is a question of life and death, uh, uh, and therefore we listen, even though it's uh, even though it's two against two, or two against three, if you count the chola himself. Uh, suffering nefashos, we go lekula. So we're assuming over here now where it says that um, uh, that he doesn't. He says he doesn't need to eat. The chola says he doesn't need to eat, and two other people also say he doesn't need to eat. But if two experts say he does need to eat, we feed him. But Rabbanitani Sefer, since the Sefer is ancient Makian, and if there's no experts there, if there are no experts there, Machilim Asal Piatzmo, you give him to eat based on his his own demands. If he says he he needs to eat, Machal Dereish Dom Ritzarch. It's Mashma Dereish is speaking about where he needs to eat. He says if there's no Makian there, and he says he needs to eat, so eat. It's Mashma the Mishnah is speaking about. Where he says he needs to eat, the chola says he needs to eat. This is where no, chasur master. It's missing from the mishnah of Where do we say listen to experts? Where where he says I don't need to eat the lotzarachani avalam ritzarachani. But if he says he needs to eat, ein sham bakian trey elachad. If there's no two experts, there's only one. Right, the amar lotzarach and machin lasapiatzmo. That's what the mishnah means. The mishnah means this. When do we say? When do we say you need the two witnesses, the two experts, where he says he doesn't need to eat? And as we said, even if two other people say also agree he doesn't need to eat, but two experts say he needs to eat, then we feed him. But he says he needs to eat. 
then ain't sham trif, there's no experts against him. Elochad, in other words, he says he needs to eat, and one says he doesn't eat. We feed him based on that. So if he says he needs to eat, uh, then we, uh, even if one person says he doesn't need to eat, one expert says he doesn't need to eat, we feed him. Marbar of Ashi learns it differently. He says, If a person says he needs to eat, I feel we can may the army loadsarch. Even if there's a hundred experts who say he doesn't need to eat, we listen to him, A person knows his own bitterness. In other words, he knows his own body. He's, if he says he needs to eat, we trust him. We're talking about a person who's the Arishamayim, and uh, he doesn't really want to be Mahal Yom Kippur. And he, does, he knows he's supposed to fast. Every, every kid knows he's supposed to fast in Yom Kippur. So if he says he needs to eat, we listen to him. The heart knows its own bitterness. So he knows in his heart what's going on. So Mavrash says, I don't care how many witnesses there are, or how many experts there are, rather, not witnesses, but experts. Even if there's a thousand experts, if this guy says he needs to eat, we feed him. I, our mission says, Tanan, our mission says, If there's no experts, then we feed him based on himself. Time to like every kid, there's no experts. But if there are experts, we don't listen to him. So if there's a thousand experts who say he doesn't need to eat, it's mashma that uh, we don't listen to him even if he says he needs to eat. It's only we feed him based, if there's no experts, but if there's experts, we don't feed him based on that. This is, no, this is what the Mishnah means. Listen carefully to Ravashi. Where do we say we listen to the experts? Right? Uh, where, if he says, I don't need to eat, right? We, I don't need to eat. If I don't need to eat, then, then, uh, then we, we say there that uh, you just listen to the experts. In other words, if a person says he doesn't need to eat and two experts say he does need to eat, then we feed him, we force feed him, right? But if he says, I need to eat, what it means is that there are no experts. There are no experts because uh, there are no experts in the face of a person who says he's hungry. So, uh, then there's no, there's, it's as if there are no Bikin, and you give him based on what he, if he says he needs to eat, person knows himself. And that seems to be the aloha that if a person says, I need to eat, we don't care how many people say he doesn't need to eat, he knows better than anyone else. Mishach Bulmas, a person was seized by Bulmas. Bulmas means a person is famished. He's famished so much so that he's, uh, he's lost some of his faculties. And he can't make a proper decision. And um, he's obviously in, in danger. He's uh, falling apart physically. So on Yom Kippur, if a person was, was famished, you give him to eat. Even non-kosher food. You have to give him chazer. If that's all there is, you give him chazer. If that's all that there's available, you give him that. Until he's able to see again, until he regains his eyesight. Let's say a person was bitten. So this, presumably, we're speaking about, um, you know, not even on Yom Kippur, because here we're speaking about a person, it's not just a person who's hungry on Yom Kippur. A person who's hungry on Yom Kippur doesn't have to be boneless. He doesn't have to have uh, seized by this uh, famished uh, hunger. Uh, the point is there is, uh, he's in danger. His life is in danger if he was, uh, he's, if he's in this famished state. And you give him even things which are non-kosher. Similarly, Mishnah Shekhov Shotov, a person who was bitten by a, by a mad dog, here he says, you don't feed him from the lobe over the liver of the dog. Some say that that's a, uh, that has, that's a, it has medicinal effects. So the Tanakhama says, no, it doesn't have, no, doesn't have medicinal effects, and it's not uh, considered a refuah, and therefore you shouldn't give him to eat, it's not kosher. 
And uh, even though, Rashi says, even though some doctors do give that as a refua, it's not a proper refua to be mater iser behemah So the Tanakhama says you don't feed him that because it's, uh, it, it's, it's uh, medicinal aspects of it, um, this, uh, the potency as, of, of a, as a medicine uh, is questionable. So Tanakhama says you don't give it to him. Masi ben Chorosh mater. He says it is, you do give it to him. He says it's considered a, a proper refuah. So even because he, his life is in danger after being bitten by a rabid dog, um, and maybe it's, you know, today you'd say he has rabies, it's, it's his life is in danger, and therefore you, you do it. A person who's got a throat, uh, a throat disease, even though we don't uh, take refuahs on Shabbos, because he might come to grind the ingredients, but uh, because that's a person's in danger, you give him this medicine, uh, you give him this uh, liquid uh, medicine on Shabbos, even though it's refua, we're allowed that nation who suffered the fascists because if a person was, uh, has this throat disease, he is also his life is in danger. And um, uh, whenever there's a danger to human life, we're makeable. There's no question about that. We all know that if uh, you know if you have to go to the hospital on Shabbos, doctors have to go, Hatzola, etc. We're Docha Shabbos for Suffolk Kavashas. Mishnah If a person was uh, fell under a collapsed uh, building of some sort or debris, rocks, whatever, uh, a building collapse uh, happened on a person, Suffolk Husham, Suffolk Hashem. We're not sure if he's there or not. Unfortunately, we have the current situation in Surfside, Florida, uh, which is just like that. We're not sure who's there and who's not. Suffolk High, Suffolk Mace, we're not sure if they're alive or dead. Suffolk Kuti, Suffolk Israel, we're not even sure if Jews or non-Jews. It's exactly like Surfside. Mefakon Lefasagal. So you open the debris, you remove the debris on Shabbos, even though you're Mechal Shabbos, carrying, moving, etc. Matsu Chai, once you find, let's say there's only question, there's only one person who was, the question whether there was one person in there or not. We're not sure if he's there or not. Um, and um, we're not sure if he's Jewish or not. And, but once you find him, you knew there was only one person, then you continue. If he's dead, in other words, once you find the body and you realize that he's dead, then you don't continue in Chal Shabbos, unless, of course, you think there's somebody else there. Like in the situation in Surfside, we're not sure exactly how many people are there. But if you know there was only, only one person there, you're not even sure if he's Jewish or not, you're not sure if he's alive or not. Once you reach him and you see that he's dead, then you leave it, you don't continue, because there's no reason in Chal Shabbos, you wait for after Shabbos, to continue the process of removing the debris. How can you tell when the person is sick with this bulmus, with this, uh, this uh, ravenous hunger? Um, how do you know um, if he's regaining his eyesight? How can you tell if he's not all there? Obviously, if he tells you, I could see better, uh, then that's one thing. But how do you know? When he can tell them some good and bad, what does that mean? He could taste food. If he could taste the food and he could tell what's good and what's not good, that's already a good sign. <clears throat> if a person was seized by this disease, this uh, ravenous hunger, this he's famished, you give him, you give him the foods. Obviously, if you can give him kosher food, there's no problem. I mean, there's nothing to discuss. We're talking about when there's only your, your options are all poor, so you give him the one that is less forbidden and as is less of a chumra. For example, tevel there's food which is unprocessed, meaning you haven't removed trumas and yet. That's called tevel. If you eat tevel, that's achiyav misibidei shemaim. 
Nevela, if you eat a non, a, a let's say a, a cow that wasn't slaughtered, died without slaughtering, that's called a nevela. That's only in Israelav. You get malchus for that. So malchus is less uh, stringent than misibideshmaim, obviously. person would rather get malchus than die. So you give him the nevela. Tevel of let's say this question of Tevel, which is Misa Shemaim and Shvius, which is only in Isra, say, after the Zman, after the time when the food's been, there's no more food like that out in the fields. So, <clears throat> what do you do if it's a choice of those two foods? Give him Shvius, it's only in Isra, say, Tevel with Truma. What about if it's a choice of Truma, Truma? Both of those are Misa Shemaim. If you're not a Kohen, obviously you can't eat Truma, and Tevel can't be eaten by anybody. Which one is it? Which one is preferable to give him? You'd rather give him Tevel than Machlokas or Truma. Ben Tema says, no, Truma below Tevel. Omer, Truma below Tevel. What's the reason? What's Machlokas? Omer, Rabbi, Hechadav, Shabachulun. So number one, where it's possible to give him Chulun, meaning Tevel, which is no longer Tevel. You took off Truma some Maestros to call him below. Pligi, the Maskin, and Lezi. If it's possible to take the Truma some Maestros, and now it's regular Chulun, it's kosher, anybody could eat it. Obviously, you do that first. Well, isn't that obvious? We'll see in the Gemara. I was going to ask if it's quite obvious. Why do you have to say that? You fix it, meaning you repair it. You give the Trumas a Maestro, so you're Matak and the food. You fix it. You give them that. It's not possible. It's not possible to uh, to turn the Tevel into regular food. So it's a choice of Tevel or Truma. Both of them are bad bad things to eat because they're, the Chiv is Chiv uh, Misa. So which one do you do? Marsava Tevel Chomer. Tevel is more stringent. Why does it say that Tevel is more Chomer and therefore give him the Truma? Since it's fit for a Kohen to eat without any, without any processing or any, any, any action necessary. So give him the Truma. At least it's mutter for a Kohen. So it's not so bad. Even though it's all some Yisrael Shemaim, but Tevel is not eaten by anybody. Truma can be by a Kohen. So give him the Truma. One says, no, Truma is Chomer. Aval Tevel, Efshelot Kunei. Truma cannot be fixed, and it's only a Kohen can eat it. For Yisrael or a Levi, can't eat Truma. There's nothing you can do about it, so that's very Chomer. Whereas Tevel, since it's possible to fix it, to repair it by uh, taking Truma some Meisers from it, therefore give him that. So in the Gemara, though, at Efshar B'chulun, you said if, if it's possible to give him food which has already been processed, meaning Truma some Meisers has been taken and it's mutter to eat, so obviously you should give him that Pshita. It's Lod Shabbos, we're speaking about where it's on Shabbos. Okay. So what's what? Even if it's Shabbos, also lahafish trumas or meisers, yet for sure of loyachulatvalim. In other words, where it's possible to give him chulim, meaning you could take trumas or meisers from it. So it's obvious. Give him take the trumas meisers and give it to him. You know, we're speaking about on Shabbos, and Shabbos you're not supposed to take trumas or meisers because it's an Israel bonan. You're repairing the food. You're fixing the food. So it's on Shabbos. So you want Shabbos not mipshita tiltos on drabbanan. On Shabbos, what's the Yisra over here? It's uh, he calls it tiltul. It really means tiltul. Like sounds like it's muktzah. It really means it's it's like it's like tiltul because you're fixing it. So what's the the is you're repairing it. Now, fine, but uh, it's also uh, if if e, e, even on Shabbos it's only nisr drabbanan. And here we're talking about nisr deraisa of truma or tevel. So obviously even if it's on Shabbos and you could take truma shemaisus, say truma shemaisus and be over in a drabbanan, so that you shouldn't be over in a deraisa. Achamayskin batzashen enako. No, we're speaking about where the food is not really planted in the ground. It's speaking about where it grew in a, in a pot that didn't have a hole in it. So therefore, there's only a chiyav of trumas or maestras that are rabbonon. Okay? So therefore, if it's only rabbonon, why shouldn't she do it? Marsover, tevel chomer, marsover, trumachamura. Why? So he says, marsover, so, so what's, what's the issue over here? So Rashi explains, Batsushan and Nakam, the Tevel's on Drabbanan, and it's only a Shvus, like it's in Drabbanan, as we learned before, 
that a shvus, we had that about 10 days ago, shvus means it's an issue of Shabbos Drabonan. It's of Shabbos Drabonan. We had that proof before because, if you recall, it said that uh, there was a, a question about a shvus in the base of Mikdash, ain't shvus be Mikdash, but that's only on Shabbos. It's an issue of Shabbos. If it's some other issue, then that would apply in the base of Mikdash also. If we say ain't shvus be Mikdash, that's only on Isra and Drabonan. Shvus means an Isra Drabonan related to Shabbos. In any case, Rashi says the Tafel Shalom Rabbanan be Shvus. The Afrashas Maishus B'Shabbos is also a drabonan. Okay, so the Tevel's drabonan because it's not didn't grow in the ground, so it's not really Tevel. And I told you, you wouldn't get Misa if you ate that. And being Mafresh, it is also an Isidra Bonan. So Ashmin, and so he's telling you, Sheyit Cheshus, Velayichu Tevel Drabonan. Don't give him Tevel Drabonan. Better to take from us a Maishus on a drabonan and don't give him Tevel Drabonan. Why? Because if you take Tevel, if you eat Tevel Drabonan, you might come to give him Tevel Drabonan also of something that grew in the ground. So that's what he says. That that's what he say. So we're talking about on Shabbos. So on Shabbos also, it's only an Isra Rabbanan to take from Mr. Meisr so you take it. No, the answer is that, that it's Tevel's also only Rabbanan because it grew in a potted plant which was not attached to the ground. So the Chiddush is that better to be over on the Rabbanan of Shabbos and take to Mr. Meisr, even though the Chiv of Tumas Meisr is only Rabbanan because it didn't grow in the ground. But better to do that. Why? Because if you give him the Tevel, which is Drabonan anyway, it's only Tevel Drabonan, he's not going to be Misa, but you might come to give him Tevel Daraisa also, so that's the Chiddush. So he said, Mar Savar Tevel Chamur, Mar Savar Truma Chamur in this case, right? And therefore, therefore we said, Tevel Chamur, when we say, if you can give him Chulin, like on Shabbos, by the term, fine. But if you can't, if let's say, for whatever reason, uh, it's not a drabonan. So the question of whether one's Daraisa, which is more Chamur, Tevel or Truma, they're both Chiv Misa. So he said, one said give Tevel because Truma, uh, because a Tevel at least is fixable. And one said, Truma is more Mekel because you can give it to the coin. says, this is the same as the Machlokas Tanoam, the Tanya. In other words, this, this Machlokas we have over here between Rabba, <coughs> Rabba said, and before we said what? The machlokes tanoam. He said machilin also tevel meinches also truma. It's a question of tevel or truma daraisa. Which one do you do? The chor depends on this machlokes. The tanya mishin ashcham nachash. And it was actually Rabba who said that. Right? Rabba said echad efshe bechulin. The kolyam lo pliyed matkinim masafilik. He pliyed below efshe bechulin. One says this, one says that. Now, uh, the Gemara says maybe it's machlokes tanoam. The tanya mishin ashcham nachash. Let's say a person was bit by a snake, and his life is in danger. Even on Shabbos, you. You, you tell a, a doctor to come from, even from far away, being over on Tchum Shabbos. You call him and you do whatever is necessary. You call him, you uh, ring him up on the phone, do whatever, even if you take a car, go get him, whatever is necessary, because the person's life is in danger. So you call a doctor from far, a technology, you even tore, tear open a Tarnagolus, a, a chicken. Uh, you, you, in other words, you to put it on the maka, the, on the place where he was bitten, uh, tearing open a chicken, I guess the blood or whatever, is good for the uh, for healing. Um, it's considered a remedy for uh, the snake bite. You even cut down cress, which was, uh, I guess, also from the ground. You cut it off the ground. That's also considered a remedy. And you give them to eat. You give them whatever is necessary to eat, even if it's a dover, which is osir. Um, and, uh, even, and, and you don't have to take from a semaistress. Let's say you have some food. You cut something off the ground. In other words, you take some cress, cut it off the ground, and uh, you give them to eat, even without taking from a semaistress. They're very rebbe. 
So Ravi says, not necessary to do that. Rav Lazar, Shimon Omer, lo yochol achi, achi aser. Right? So you don't, uh, you don't, uh, you shouldn't eat it until you take from us from Isis. Name Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon, he, below Rebbe. Lechora, what Rabbah, who said what, 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 what this is what Rabbah said, how to Rabbah, Rabbah said, where it's possible to take Hulin, how, on, on Shabbos, where they're both Yisur Drabonan, Tevil's Drabonan, and fixing, taking from his Mises Drabonan, you do that. So we're really going on Rabbah, not on the third or fourth line here, where he says, Marasav Tevil Chomer, Marasav Tevil Chomura, that that line is, so to speak, should be in parentheses, because we're not really discussing the Doraisa now. The Machlokas of Tevel Chamur and Truma Chamura was really the Machlokas we had in Amad Aleph. Uh, but here we're saying this that Rab is talking about, when Rab is said, where it's possible to fix the Chulun, fix it into Chulun by taking Truma Samaisris on Drabanan, Drabanan, that's the better, better thing to do, so you shouldn't come to be over on Tevel Doraisa. So now that what the Gemara is saying is, is what Rabbi said, that depends on this machlokas. Rebbe said what? Rebbe says, So Lechora Rebbe, Rashi says, the Rabbis, goes like Rebbe Shimon says, better take from some Isis on Shabbos and don't give him Tevel Drabanan like Yerek. And doesn't go like Rebbe because Rebbe says, Ain't Sarch Laser. So, in, so when we're saying over here, Blame Tanoi, it's not the Mar Savar Tevel Chomar Savar Tomer Chomura on Amaral. That's talking by Edel Raisa. I think those words are like put in here, the Gemara just flow, flows, but it really not going on that. Lehmetanoi is going on Raba. This is what Raba said, that where you can be over on a Drabonan with a Drabonan, better to do that rather than give him Tevel, del Reis, tevel straight up without taking from his Mises because you might come to be over on a Tevel del Raisa. So, Lechor, that goes like Rebbe Lezer B'Shimon, not like Rebbe. Again, Rebbe Lezer B'Shimon, Rebbe Lezer B'Shimon, name Rebbe Lezer B'Shimon, below Rebbe. Lachar doesn't work because Rebbe says you don't have to take trumas and mices, even though this is a rabbanon cutting down cress is not that's not a the cress is not a uh, trumas and mices. The rice is only on on the five grains and on uh, wine and oil, not on other vegetables. Says no, I feel him Rebbe. I come like come Rebbe. How somewhere did Rebbe say elinia meiser yerek rabbanon? Where did Rebbe say over there where we're talking about the cress that's meiser yerek rabbanon? There he says don't bother with it. Just get cut it once you cut it down. He's a holy enough take trumas and mices on rabbanon of a meiser dugan. But we're talking about uh, the Meister of Dagon, of, of uh, the grain, the Tevel the Raisi, which is the Raisa, Afila Rebbe Moda. He's Moda, the Isharis Lebatsashenak. Let's say you had one of the five grains, wheat, barley, spelt oats, or rye, growing in a, a potted plant which is not attached to the ground. Even Rebbe Moda, that there you should take Trumas and Mises, even though it's only Drabanan under Drabanan. You should be over the Isra of Shabbos Drabanan of fixing Trumas and Mises. Fixing the the table into trumas by taking trumas and and fixing it into chulin better be over on that. Why? Because if you're over, because if you matter if you matter a potted plant, also you might come also to be matter in the case of a potted plant which has a hole in the ground, which is a which is already the raisa, and therefore Rebbe, and therefore even Rebbe would be modus. So therefore Rabbah can come out both like Rebbe and like Reb Lozer Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon are arguing in a case. Only where the where we're not talking about one of the grains, we're talking about vegetables. So when you're talking about vegetables, there it's possible. There you can have this this disagreement. Should you bother taking trumas or mices, or you don't even have to bother, according to Rebbe? Everybody motivated by wheat. Tanurabanan. Mishal Savomus again. If a person was stricken with this uh, famished hunger and he's very sick and he's his, his eyesight's falling, etc. You give him honey. Vachomin to take all kinds of uh, all kinds of um, sweet things. 
Shadvash become because honey bechomine metike and all kinds of sweet sweet things ma'ir or out of shalom they help brighten a person's eyes meaning he can regain his vision. Ba'afalpi she'ain rayel daver even though we don't have a proof zechol daver we have a remembrance we have a hint at it from this pasuk in Shmuel. Ruuna Yonason said Ruuna ki oroyin I look at my eyes have uh, my vision is improved ki tamti matamash because I ate a little bit of of honey gematvash hazeh. Uh, so my alphabetian mild over. How do you know that? Why does he say even though there's no proof? Apparently it is a proof because it says, "Look, I, my eyesight's improved because I've eaten the sweet honey." Says the husam la bomasachse. He wasn't stricken yet by bomas. Maybe he was only a little bit hungry. He wasn't stricken with this uh, disease called bomas after having been, you know, famished and and his, his, his uh, physical physical body was falling apart through being famished. Maybe he was just a little bit hungry, but it improved him a little bit. You notice his, his eyesight did improve, but he wasn't in a state of what's called bulmas. This is only good when you give him this uh, sweet stuff, like uh, sweet foods, like, uh, like honey. That's only after, uh, after, after he's had his meal. But if he hasn't eaten anything yet, and he's, and he's stric- stricken with famishment, and uh, he has bulmas, makes it worse. Uh, he's going to be even more hungry. It's going to make him more hungry. In other words, it's not good to start off a meal like some people go straight for the desserts. Not a good thing. They found this Egyptian man son in the field. And they first gave him lechem. They first gave him some bread. He was hungry out in the field. And they gave him first bread. They gave him the drink. Then they gave him Fig cakes, vishnates mukim, and uh, raisin clusters. Ve'ochani ate it. Atoshav ruch love, and he was uh, he regained his um, his uh, com- not just his composure. He regained his uh, spirit. Meaning he was uh, he he was uh, healed, and uh, and he became better again. He became healthy again. Why was he sick? He hadn't eaten or drank anything. He hadn't eaten anything for 72 hours. So therefore, so what do you see here? That when a person is in a state of uh, extreme hunger and famished, um, the best thing is first give him food. Don't just start off with sweet things. But once you give him the food, then you give him afterwards sweet things. That helps to improve his eyesight. So you give him like fat meat in, in honey. That's a healthy thing. Rash, all you know means like the fat tail here. Rash says, Buster Shaman mode. Something is very fat. That's good for him. Rafuna Bray, Dravishua, Omar Afsolski, even, even, um, fla- even fine flowered Vash, Bitvash in honey also is a remedy. Rapapa, Rafil Kimchi, the Sarbidvash, even a coarse, fla- coarse, uh, coarse barley flour is also good. And it's not, if you can't give him like fat meat in Vash, give him at least a uh, Fine flour, and even and if you can't give him that, at least give him uh, even coarse uh, barley flour, which isn't as good. Give him that and honey; that'll also. Remember, one time Achazani Bomas, he himself, I was stricken with Bomas. I went to the eastern side of a fig tree, and I uh, I confirmed for myself, and as I established for myself, I was Makayim Hachochma Techaya Baalea, the wisdom will make its owner live. What did he mean by that? In other words, I fulfilled, the Kampti Batsman fulfilled the words uh, of the Pasuk that says in, in uh, Kohelis that a wisdom will make a person live. In other words, the wisdom that I had to know that the best, uh, p- the best fruits are on the eastern side of the tree facing the sun. The sun ripens them and makes them healthy. 
So I went there and I ate those and I fulfilled for myself those words that the wisdom, the wisdom that I understood about how trees grow and the sun, etc., uh, that, that uh, um, helped me to live, right? That uh, livened me because I, I used my wisdom to eat the best part of it. If you want to taste a good, a good fig, this, okay, turn to the eastern side of the tree, Shinemar Umi Shamash. The Pasik says, the precious things of the uh, fruit of the sun. Mimegid means the precious things. Well Shamash Rashi says, um uh, Ma'adanim. Uh, those are delicacies. The delicacies are on the eastern side of the tree as Rashi says, the, the sun sweetens the fruits. Story, Rabbi Rabbi Yosef because the Borcha, story with this uh, Bulmas again. They were on the road. Ase Bulmas le Rabbi Yudah. was stricken with uh, Bulmas. He, he was famished. Kapchi le he forced a shepherd, he forced a shepherd to give him his, his bread. He ate the shepherd's f- uh, bread. He was so hungry. His life was in danger, so he grabbed the food. Amle Rabbi Yosef, kapach Look what you've done. You've robbed this uh, shepherd. When they came to the city, who hadn't eaten apparently, now he was stricken with bulmas. So the people of the city, Rashi says, that uh, the people of the city surrounded him and they gave them all kinds of, uh, of, of uh, jugs of, of, um, of honey and sweet things and uh, tavshilim. And uh, so all the people of the city had to go and give them their food. I just uh, robbed uh, or seized from one shepherd. You stole from everybody. You, know, you took everybody's food. It's a story like that. Once we talk about a story of Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yudah on the road with regard to Bulmas, another story on the road. Three rabbis. The road. Rabbi was very careful with people's names, especially, unfortunately, say, especially names of, of Goyim, maybe, uh, innkeepers, things like that. Because if the name has significance, it, 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 it will um, uh, reveal something about the person's personality. Rashi says, Bishmo shal im ka'or, if he's good or not. It doesn't necessarily mean everybody in the yeshiva, it just means you can tell if a person, you come to a place and you're not sure about the person, look at his name. So, they weren't careful about the Bishmo. Kimatulahu he came to a certain place, so they were looking for a place to stay overnight for an inn. So they found this guy is an innkeeper. He could stay with him. They said, what's your name? Kidor. He said, my name is Kidor. So Rameir said, he's an evil person. Shanemar says, Kidor. This is a nation that is troublesome, that uh, they, they turn things around. And that's Kidor, right? He, he used the word, then the guy's name was Kidor, so he related that to the to the words, the two words in the pasuk, Kidor. It is a, because it is a nation that's troublesome. So Rameir deduced from the guy's name that he was a bad guy. Rabbi Yerovi Ashlima, they weren't uh, suspicious of him. They didn't look at the guy's name. So Ashlima Kisei was heir heir of Shabbos, so they had to deposit their money purses, their money wallets with uh, the guy. Leave it in the in the you know the hotel safe, whatever. So they gave him his money. Rameir lost him. Rameir, okay, so Rameir wouldn't give him his wallet because he knew, he suspected that the guy was a bad guy. So he went to the cemetery, for a place, he figured a place where people wouldn't go, where it was safe, where would you hide your wallet? So he went and he hid the wallet 
uh, in a cemetery on that man's father. Father's name, apparently the grave was marked, and it, maybe that was a good simon that he would remember where it was. Not clear why, why it was on the, on the innkeeper's father's uh, uh, kever. I guess it was marked. They marked it for him. And he put it over there, or maybe it was just outside. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe it was right outside. Maybe they buried him in those days. They wouldn't have cemeteries. Maybe he buried him right outside. So he put him on his father's kever, meaning why Dafka's father's kever? Maybe he would remember the name that way. Maybe it was marked, you know, Kidor, the father of Kidor, or maybe it was right next to the inn, whatever, he put it there. Chazli B'chalma, so the innkeeper that night, saw in his dream that his father, he saw his father in a dream, and his father came to him, he says, Tosh shakal kisa de manach ha-resha, de come, there's, there's a money purse, he told him, like the father revealed to this, to this innkeeper, the father of the innkeeper told him, listen, come and take the purse that's on my head. Lamacha, the next day, they got up in the morning, Shabbos morning, Amulahu, so the innkeeper said to the rabbis, this is what I saw in my dream. My father told me to take a wallet. What do you, you can you can you help me with this? Uh, what that dream means? I'm like they told him. the dream that a person has on Friday night. Let's shush. It doesn't mean anything because he ate a lot of food Friday night. You know, uh, it doesn't mean much, right? You see all kinds of stuff a person's restroom. They were trying to put him to push him off because they didn't want him to go out and take the purse. Uh, apparently he was a guy, maybe he was a Jew who was not observant, or maybe uh, he was observant, but he wouldn't do it on Shabbos, he would take it after Shabbos. doesn't tell you what it, what it was, just tell you he was an innkeeper. But in any case, they were trying to push him off. They said, Ed, you can't pay it to dreams on Friday nights don't mean anything, just forget about it. Also Rameyer, but Rameyer, obviously they had heard it, and Rameyer knew that uh, his, his uh, wallet was out there. They probably knew also that... Uh, they trusted, the other two rabbis trusted the innkeeper, but he didn't. They knew that Rameyer didn't trust him. So, um, so they went to, um, so they, 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 they also took part in the, uh, of telling him, you know, don't pay any attention to the dream, just forget about it. And, but Rameyer took it seriously. I mean, they took it seriously, and they realized that uh, the, the Rameyer's secret was, uh, was, had been revealed. So Rameyer went, he waited by the grave all day to watch the wallet to make sure it wouldn't be taken. And at night, after Shabbos, he took his wallet. The next day, Sunday morning, they got up to leave. The other two rabbis said, give us our wallets. You never gave me any wallets. And as he denied it. They didn't have a receipt. They trusted him. So Mayor said to the other two rabbis, Rebuter and Rebiosi, am I lo Why weren't you careful about the name? Amrlei, am I lo amritlan? Mar, why didn't you tell us that the guy was a bad guy? Why did you, you, you were medayik in the name. You knew that he was a bad guy. Why didn't you tell us? Don't leave your wallet with him. Amrlei told them, Amr, damar on chashash. It's a suspicion. I don't know for sure the guy's bad. I suspected, based on his name, that he was a bad guy. Echzuki mihamri, did I... Uh, I didn't say that there's a presumption that he's a bad guy. I just had a suspicion, so I was more careful. I didn't know for sure that he's a crook, and uh, to tell you that you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't. I myself suspected, but I didn't want to tell you that because I didn't, uh, I, was, I didn't presume that he was really a crook. but they they knew that the guy had their had a, had their wallets. So Mashchul, they said, come and have a drink by Lu Lechanusa. Come and have a drink. And the, the Bach's gear says that they gave him to drink some wine. Ashkuya Chama, they gave him to drink some wine. They got him a little bit drunk. Then they noticed that he had some lentils on his, on his uh, lips. When they were drinking with him, they noticed that uh, he had lentils still on his lips, meaning that's what he had eaten that day. So they went, they quickly went to his wife in the house, 
and they said, oh, your husband told us to give you, that you should give us the wallets, and uh, they gave it as a simon. We know we were having, we know it was your husband told us because he had lentils today. In other words, it was as if that was like a proof that he, uh, they, they gave him that as a, they gave the wife that as a proof that, uh, that the husband had told them to take, to take the wallets because uh, he told us that he had lentils that day, right? He even told us, he revealed to us he had lentils. That was the simon that you would know that we're being truthful over here, even though they weren't being truthful, but, you know, uh, the guys had stolen his wallet. So he told them, you know, we know he told us you had lentils for lunch. So the uh, Shaklusen, they got their wallets. Vaisu, Vaisu, and they, they took their wallets and they left. Azul um, Ihu, the, the innkeeper went home, and when he found out that his wife had given the wallets to the rabbis, Bekatle said he killed his wife. <laughs> Kills behind her the Tanya, that's how this makes sense with what we learned. That we learned that Mayim Rishonim Machilu Basar Chazir, for a person that didn't wash, didn't do Natilas Yadayim before washing, caused Chazir uh, to be eaten by Jewish people. Mayim Machronim Hargos and Nefesh. Mayim Machronim, the Mayim not washing after food, meaning that killed the person. What does it mean? Uh, what happened over here was a story. There was a story brought down elsewhere that uh, a person came to a restaurant. The restaurant was owned by a Jew. The Jew would give uh, Basar Chazer to the Goyim. It was probably cheaper. So if there was a guy, he would give him non-kosher food. It was a Jew who gave him kosher food. When he saw this man didn't wash, when he sat down to eat bread, so he figured he was a guy. So because he didn't do Mayim Mishonim, so he gave him Chazer to eat. He thought he was a, he thought he was a, a, a guy. So you see, by not washing in, before the meal, that caused uh, that caused him to be to, to eat non-kosher food. And in this case, this innkeeper who didn't wash after the meal, Maim Machronim. Again, there's a hint that this uh, this uh, innkeeper might have been a Jew. Um, this uh, the, because since he didn't wash after Maim Machronim and wipe off his 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 mouth with the lentils, uh, that that caused his wife to be killed because. Uh, had he, had he not had the lentils, the rabbis wouldn't have been able to recover their wallets from the wife of the innkeeper, and he wouldn't have killed her. Well, the Basof eventually have a daik of So the Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi learned from here to be careful about the names. Check a person's name. When they came to a house, the Shema Bella. The other name, the person's name was Bella. They didn't go up there. Amri, they didn't go up there. They said, Amri Shema Mino Roshu. He must be an evil person. The Prosik says, V'omar Labella Nuufim. Pasuk says, then I said about her that was worn out from adultery, right? Bella, I said about La Bella and the person's worn out by, uh, by adultery. So you see the word Bella refers to a bad thing. So they took a hint from there, even though, again, it's not a presumption, but they said, better not go over there. Let's be suspicious of a person who has a name that, that hints of evil and, uh, and something that's bad. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem Pram Have a good day. Kol Tuf.